Ah, Tallulah. He didn't, he didn't get them fixed. He uses magic to make them work correctly. She does not look as hot as she does in the video games. Halo 4 Cortana, oof. Cup of tea. Uh, anyways, welcome to Cup of Tea Podcast, the podcast where we talk about subjects until it is no longer our cup of tea. Um, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, 8.30 on the dot. I splooged my brains out. That's not the right word. <laughs> I, I pooped my brains out. Uh, 8.30 <laughs> I don't know p.m. Why. or a.m.? Oh, like 30 minutes ago or an hour ago. An hour ago now. So welcome to this podcast where Josh is going to lead it off. Your host, Josh, and he's going to be joined by his two co-hosts, me, Tanner, and my brother to my left, uh, Hunter. Hello. Uh, So go ahead. Hit us with that tea, Josh. Good on you for for remembering title cards. We got to get everyone to know. I like that. I like that in a man. I like a man that, that knows about title cards. Um, well, shoot. You caught me with my pants down, just like I was an hour ago, pooping my brains out. <laughs> I got to um, ask, I think, is pooping your brains out to you, does that mean like just a solid, aggressive poop or diarrhea? Oh, it was liquid. It was all liquid. <laughs> oh, no. What'd you <laughs> it, was, eat? it was all liquid. What'd you eat? I don't know. That's what frightens <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm kind of cheating. Uh, because it was something Tanner you had just mentioned when we were waiting for our our boy to show up. Okay. I don't think this is. I don't think this, this was yours uh, that you decided that you're going to bring you, up right before we started recording. Attention. It is not. Yeah, mine. but I think it's not right. Okay, no, I'm not, you're not stealing. But I think I think this is interesting. I think this is an interesting one. So let's talk about fame. Let's talk about celebrities. Let's talk about specifically how two prestigious actors. Uh, well, one and a half prestigious actors <laughs> can can virtually get away. Well, that's not how I want to say it. Okay, so Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise <laughs> All right, straight is an point. avid he's an avid supporter. He loves it. He's a big fan of the Scientology and everything that goes along with it. I don't know a lot of details about what they got going on in their whole deal. You're gonna get a suit, Josh. Other <laughs> That's fine. So Okay, so Cruz on one hand, uh, Jared Leto on the other, famous recurring character on the podcast. I don't know, but he definitely has a cult. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, how these guys. And here's the thing: I'm not saying that they've just don't just don't poke holes in this boat. Just let me finish. I'm not saying that they're evil people, that they've done bad things, or that they're wrong for for living their lives the way that they want to, or whatever. But just the idea, because I think you mentioned this, Tanner. Let's do. Let's take Tom Cruise. The fact that he he's a very renowned actor, uh, but like also nobody kind of talks about that. Like that's a big part of his life and things. But also maybe he's a nice guy, and that tooth isn't in the middle of his head. I digress. So I, Scientologist followers believe that a human is immortal, spiritual being, Thetan. What? is resident in a physical body. The Thetan has had innumerable past lives and it is observed in advanced and within the movement secret. Scientology texts that live lives preceding the Thetan's arrival on Earth were lived in extraterrestrial cultures. So they believe in reincarnation, but not just on this planet, but on other planets. So it's that movie Cloud Atlas. I've not seen Cloud Atlas with Tom Hanks. Haven't haven't seen it, but I don't think that that I don't think that's the kicker though, right? Because isn't the kicker that like 
isn't there an alien man that's like well that would make their guy? sense if they believe in extraterrestrial cultures uh what's its name what's its name I'm, it has a name i'm digging on the the really are we digging too deep is this <laughs> no this is not too deep. i think I'm it's all about these uh it's good to learn about uh altering views i suppose um I just think the I, to me the thing that makes Scientology weird it's not even necessarily the beliefs or the religion because like I believe in aliens um, I also kind of believe in reincarnation maybe I'm a Scientologist uh, but the difference between me and normal Scientologists is I will not shoo the shit or <laughs> sue the shit out of anybody who says anything bad about Scientology you're you're also not Tom Cruise unfortunately is, no does, is he known for suing people it, who talk about Scientology is that really reason why Tom Cruise never ages? Because I saw a, a preview for Top Gun, and he looks the same age, man, as he did 20 years ago. He, lo- he looks good, man. I mean, don't let him fool you. I'm sure if you saw his hands, they'd be pretty, <laughs> they'd be uh, pretty papery, worn. They'd be <laughs> worn and tired. Skin, but is he does look. Paper. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> and bones made of glass. Every morning I wake up. And I break both of my legs. So, Scientology is definitely a cult, right? Well, isn't, 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 aren't they also kind of, and this is all, take this with umbrella of grace. I'm not accusing. I'm not whatever. I'm just, I, I think I've heard these things. Aren't they also kind of a uh, pyramid scheme? Ron Hubbard. Do you think when he created this religion, he also tried to convince his followers that he could sleep with their wives? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that seems like a common theme on these uh, created religions. So, <laughs> so slash cults. Back it up here, uh, and like, don't don't take this negatively, because uh, I'm really alienating our Scientologists uh, following here. Oh, don't worry, I'm about to alienate <laughs> an entire like 75% of the population. Uh, so technically, wouldn't Jesus kind of be considered a cult leader back in his time, since he was like ostracized and like uh, nobody believed that he was actually like all the stuff, and that's why the Romans like crucified him. Yeah, couldn't you technically consider him? Uh, I think a cult all leader religions, of his era. I think all religions in the w- way can be. This is like when we go back when we we're talking about aliens. How like all religions, with how similar they are, like there has to be something that's connecting them. And this is the mainstream religions that have a common theme. Like there's something to be said when the whole different groups around the world who had no contact come up with a similar idea. There's something going on that they're definitely seeing that made them think this but things like Scientology and all this that are really diverse uh there's something going on there too that's not the same (laughs) this is true (laughs) and I think that's I think that goal is money and people's wives (laughs) (laughs) is it is it in that order or does it depend on who you ask and which I think it starts off with people's wives wives and then turns into money (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then as it gets bigger it goes reverse so one one thing that came to mind kind of side note is so again I can't remember if you had mentioned it or not but I think isn't there like don't they have like a, a, a spaceman that's kind of like that's kind of like their head of, of mythical mythical <sighs> is because there's a name I'm thinking of I don't remember the name all that to say regardless I'm wondering 
when the the cultish side of it kicks in and, and when it's just a mythos because one thing that comes to mind is is Lovecraft and his whole created world of elder gods Cthulhu yeah. and all that stuff now in his canon and his his writings there's Cthulhu cults and things like that and I'm not saying that they're not Cthulhu cults in real life but I feel like those are more in his little literature than in real life did that make any sense yeah I see what you're saying thinking out loud parts of these events include the reference to an extraterrestrial life form called Xenu it's X-E-N-U that's the one the secret Scientology text says that this was a ruler of confederation of planets 70 million years ago who brought billions yes. of alien beings to earth and then killed them with thermonuclear weapon. That seems a little Jim's Jones. So good. Despite dude. being kept secret for most of the followers, this forms the central <laughs> mythological framework of Scientology. Austin civil stereology attainment of a status referred to by Scientologists as clear. These aspects have become the subject of popular ridicule. If 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 it's kept secret from most of the congregation of Scientologists, how are we reading about it right now? And we're not even Scientologists. Can well, they not I find like us on the like, internet? <laughs> <laughs> this is like um, the Midnight Club, which was a group of Japanese businessmen who in the 90s uh, did not reveal their identity because in Japan, breaking the laws really frowned upon. And if you're in a high status, like driving or like running a business, if you get caught breaking the law by street racing in the middle of the night, it looks really bad. So, you know, everyone's part of this club, but no one knows information about this club besides the club leaders. And they put out like false information to mislead people. And is this like you don't talk about fight club kind of a thing? <laughs> yes, that's what they were pretty much. So I read this thing the other or this morning, actually. Where it was like, what's the creepiest thing your kids have ever said to you? And one dad's like, um, we had these three chickens or some sort of small animals. I think hamsters. We had these three hamsters that died. And How did you get the chickens from hamsters? I don't know. I have chickens now. So <laughs> they're small animals right now. Um, she said when she was a kid, she had three hamsters that passed away, and her dad made little crosses for them because they were going to bury them. And she's like... I asked my dad if we're making the crosses too small. And when he asked, what do you mean making the crosses too small? She said, because <laughs> they're not going to fit on the crosses. And they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, don't we have to nail them to the crosses? <laughs> and the dad's is like, we're not doing that. <laughs> they talk about mixed messaging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this that reminded me when we were talking about uh, Jesus, Olegio, and the Romans. <laughs> So speaking, speaking of Scientology and the fact that they're very liable to sue anyone making fun of them, Rockstar and their portrayal of Scientologists with the, uh, the, um, Lord and Savior <laughs> craft, <laughs> craft, Rockstar, the, the drink Rockstar, the, the video, the video game, game. Company. the, um, the Epsilon program. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Chris will not be happy to hear about this. Your health teachers lied to you. Humans come from trees. I feel like the difference between religion and cult is religion is usually based on creating a sense of community without looking for, um, typically without looking, some of these big churches definitely look for money from their followers. 
but typically without looking for something from their followers, they just want to create a sense of community. That is like what a true church is where a cult's definitely looking for some sort of persuasion and leading these people to do something bad or just have power over them or sleep with their wives. I <laughs> recently watched a show on Netflix that was phenomenal uh, uh, called Midnight Mass. With... Oh, yeah. Dude, ooh, It's yeah. so good. Have you, have you watched it all? So, jokes on me, I haven't actually watched it, but I've seen I've seen it all it's practically good. through There's a YouTube channel I watch every once in a while called uh, Movie Recap, and all they do is take a movie and put it into a synopsis down to like a 15-minute video, and I watch that more <laughs> than nice. I watch typical movies now. <laughs> big fan big fan of vampire things. Spoilers, yeah. I guess. Twilight? Big fan of the vamps. I didn't think they were god awful. I thought they were fine. They were for the books were they were for a specific movies. audience. I, I believe read the books in middle school. <laughs> I believe I, you. I think that's fine. Read what you read. I thought it would get me the ladies, so I made sure that everyone knew I was reading them. <laughs> <laughs> Did it? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I think everyone you. just thought I was of uh Swinging for the same team instead. <laughs> no, come on. I was watching. I was it's just watching. Twilight. I was watching South Park today. And uh, the goth kids were upset that there was all these vampire kids now. And everyone kept confusing these vampire kids for goth kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. What do you guys think of the whole resurgence of uh, everyone finding goth chicks attractive? <laughs> what do you mean by resurgence? Well, not, not, not necessarily resurgence, but I feel like when we were younger goth chicks were definitely uh outcasts and now i feel like every jock and their brother wants a goth i'm not gonna say the whole thing a goth girlfriend <laughs> stuff of that nets, tattoos jokers um maybe maybe because and correct me if i'm wrong as we live in different areas maybe because these days uh the glory days of, of 2007, 2009s, asking Alexandrias and Alisanas are so, behind us. And so they're a little bit more few and far between those chicks. So it's I the like uh, exclusivity are, of it is what you're saying. I don't know. I feel like the exclusivity has turned into now a resurgence of abundance. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> so you think this wave will die down? I don't know. All I'm going to say is Emo's I feel like I in. would not be as depressed if I could make out with a hex girl right now. <laughs> From like Scooby-Doo? Is that a person? You never saw the hex girls on Scooby-Doo? Oh. <laughs> Vaguely do I remember that. So here's my comment about what you just said, not the hex girls, the other part. Oh, and that's the third Coors Light of the Night for Hunter, maybe? We're going for it. Since recording. Go big or go home. Really like I had two before this. Is is uh, regardless if it? Oh wow, are you excited? You have something to say? Are you going to talk about <laughs> how Speaking, you broke my ankle? Did I? <laughs> oh. I uh, we went golfing and um, Hunter was three drinks in before we even got to the golf course, and he was riding <laughs> the golf cart like a surfboard. You okay, buddy? When you okay? I, uh, he showed up late. Quick maneuver, and. Um, he may have fell off and sprained his ankle and bruised his ribs. <laughs> Dude, it's so bad. I wasn't even I wasn't even drinking. My ankle is more bruised today than it was yesterday when I sent you guys the picture. <laughs> nice. It's getting out of hand. 
Josh, where were you going with this? We. I was just going to say that uh, as far as the goth things are concerned, quote, goth things, uh, it's dedication to live that lifestyle, um, <laughs> to have that mentality. It's not a phase. To live in that... To live in that, to live in that state uh, constantly, I Ohio? think that's admirable. It's for lovers only, and that's fine. You see, there's a new tour. <laughs> what? The blank is for lovers tour. I can't go. I can't. And go. as Hawthorne Heights, the story of the year yeah. and the wonder. That would make years. me feel. Oh, I'd feel really weird. Oh, dude. I'd feel really weird. I want to go. Um, I want to see the story of the go. year again, and I want to see the wonder years again because they were awesome live. Every time I've seen. Good. Them. Good. And Hawthorne Heights would be Good. pretty cool. I'm glad. I'm glad we all have things that we enjoy. <laughs> so Tom Cruise and Scientology, yes. <laughs> but like, so again, I I personally don't know anyone within within that realm. I certainly don't know Tom Cruise. I feel like we don't but know from, anyone rich enough to be a Scientologist because it seems like that's probably that level. Do you have to like? That's probably it. Do you have to buy your way into Scientology? Is that why no one uh, under like rich, wealthy status is a Scientologist? I believe there's probably something along those lines. I think I think that's a part of it. I don't remember the details, but I was just gonna say, Cruz seems like a kind person. Now, obviously, I could seem like a kind person, but I could also kill both you guys tomorrow. So, like, that doesn't mean much. But what I guess I just mean, me, bro. what's that? <laughs> so you gotta travel like four hours to get to me, bro. <laughs> What do you think I won't do it? Like just to strangle to that pretty little neck of yours? You don't think I'll do it? Suspension's so soft. Oh, like a cute that. little baby neck. Um, what? Uh, what was I going to say? But yes, I, I I do think that is one of those things where every time... It's like Mel Gibson for a while. So you, why did Mel Gibson get the bad rap for his uh, anti-Semitist statements? <laughs> I well here's the thing and again I guess I, I'm I don't, not supporting anti-Semitism. I, I don't know all the details about about what happened there, but I from what I recall of his situation, I think he just had like a mental breakdown. Yeah, and that that's not that's not like that doesn't mean like oh it's okay to just do and say whatever you want. But it's also just he went off the walls I can't, with it. I can't imagine being in the Hollywood world for however long without at some point you're just emotional state cracking in some way shape or form uh britney spears shaved <laughs> yes, her head michael jackson <laughs> held blanket over a railing in germany oh, blanket. Poor, is blanket still alive yeah oh how come nobody speaking of What's attractive celebrities how come nobody told me Paris? how attractive michael jackson's jackson? daughter is yeah really yeah, is that Paris blanket jackson? is blanket a girl no no this is oh. his other child <laughs> and she is a lovely woman I'm looking up Blanket wow. right now. Let's see how his life's going. Wow. Wow. Why name his kid Blanket? Anyone else stoked for the Elvis movie? I'm kind of. Blanket's I'm real stoked. name is actually Prince Michael Jackson. Do you think uh, they're going to talk about how Elvis exclusively slept with underage virgins for a while? <laughs> well, yeah. She was cer- she was certainly uh, certainly quite younger. He, than, when than he him. married his wife, she was 15, and he was like 23. Different times, I guess. Scientology, maybe. <laughs> um, so I don't know why, but when you said about the Elvis movie, you guys listened to uh, Harry's House yet? Interesting that you say that. The short answer what is, is yes. House? N- n- oh, Come on, Harry Potter's first album. <laughs> Sorry, 
Harry Styles. Is it man. a rap album? Oh, uh, Harry, okay, never mind. Yes, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I love Harry Styles. His like his so, albums have been very good so far. Sarah, Sarah's really into him for One Direction reasons. That's mm. fine. We all have our demons. Um, so, I thought F- Fine Line was really good. The album. Yeah. Uh, I've heard. I've heard as it was, and I've heard a few other songs off of the album. We haven't listened to it all the way through yet. I thought as it was was fine. I've liked everything else that I've heard. Um, and it sounds like, and I might be using all the wrong words, so forgive me. It sounds like it's more of a indie, indie rock kind of vibe as opposed to just like all out pop fest. I like pop fest. I think that's fine. This one seems more, and this is all in a positive light, kind of background music, chill. It's definitely much chill. Chiller. Loungy. Um, yes. Yeah. In a good way. Well, and like. His first album, I really liked Sign of the Times. That was the first song I heard by him, and I was like, mm. you didn't like it that much? I think it's definitely, it's, okay. it's, it's repetitive, but I think it's good. Um, but I heard that, and I was like, Don't oh, us. who is this? Chorus. I like this. And then I was like, this is the guy from One Direction? I couldn't do this. And then when his second album with like Watermelon Sugar and all that came out, I was like, this is good. I like this. Good, um, it's good stuff. It's, it's it good is stuff. good stuff. And I, I just feel like he's... He's okay with changing up his sound to try something new, and I'm 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 for that. Uh, I think there's some bands out there that could learn a little bit from the likes of people who are willing to experiment with their sound. Um, so, so who are you referencing? That was very specific. Who are you throwing shade at? Well, so like I, I'm just thinking like Linkin Park and Bring Me the Horizon. They've changed their sound, and they they weren't afraid to like just really throw sure it have. off the wall um, and see where I if heard it sticks Bring or go me back. The Horizon in a Dick's Sporting Goods. Heard what? What'd you two say? I ago. missed that first part. I heard "Bring Me the Horizon" playing in a Dick's Sporting Goods two days ago. <laughs> How'd that That's make odd. you feel? <laughs> it made me feel really. I'm like, is this? At first, I was in disbelief. And then, what I was song like, was it? This is weird. Um, uh, was it "Drowned"? Was it "Drowned"? No, it Be wasn't honest, "Drowned." Was it, drowned? it was something off the last album. Great song, by the way. It is a good song. Have you have you listened to D at C? What? Look up the artist DSC, and he did a cover album of like metal songs. He did Drown, which was really good. But look up the song. Um, uh, let me tell you here. D at C. Found him. Reign of Darkness. And his voice is very reminiscent of your voice, Josh. In is that good, good? Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Did you just make fun of me? Should I be offended? <laughs> no, it's his, the album's really good. Listen to it, man. It's good. Thank you. I, I'll listen to it. I appreciate that. Um, very kind. What were we talking about? Oh, Bring Me the Horizon. Bring, Bring Me, the, me horizon. the Horizon. Let's see what song I'm thinking of. It was off of the one uh, that came out right after um, Ammo. Ammo. How do you say it? Ammo. Uh, Which was a phenomenal album. It is really good. Oh, Mother Tongue was on. Yep. Uh, how does that one go? Just hum it for me. Just do a slight hum. That's ammo. <laughs> Let me hear your mother tongue. Okay. Sure. <laughs> oh. This is happening again where we Got can't it. hear what Got Tanner's it. No, playing. You're good. Yep, you're good. You're good. That's all right. That's Did all right. It's close enough. <laughs> nope, noise gated, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, Did noise Tom gated? Cruise, Tom Cruise <laughs> is back in a big way. Mission Impossible 7 uh, Part I 1 got a looks question. real cool. So we're speaking of Jared Leto being part of a cult. Doesn't he have like some sort of festival 
that seemed like a <laughs> yes. cult uh, gathering. Yes, yes, and what that's what that I'm called? saying. Like, it's what's it's it's like thirty seconds to Mars camp or something. Yeah, like, yeah. It's something, and like that's on one hand, like that's sick. Like it's cool that like you have like you're of a renowned name or title or brand enough to like have a have a following and a sense of you can do do things like that. But then, then on the other hand that word gets thrown around you're like is there what like what he is really young looking all the time is it the goat's blood what's going on here <laughs> jared leto i think his coolest role he's ever done is the bleach blonde kid in fight club <laughs> <sighs> i think that's i think that's copping out i mean it's not his best role but i like jared I love leto. that movie so I, it's cool that he was in it i like I root for him, even though he has more money than than any of it's, us would ever. It's weird imagine. because like he has a lot of really good movies. He's he's turning into um, he's turning into Nicolas Cage. Gosh, God bless Nicolas Where Cage. There's man. so many movies coming out with this man recently that are flops, but everyone's like, "Well, he he had these really good movies, so we're gonna keep giving it a try." <laughs> So the problem with Nicolas Cage is he doesn't turn any roll down. So yes, that's have because he bought a castle and a freaking dinosaur skeleton. So, this man's in so much debt. What is this Nicolas Cage movie that's coming out? That's like just titled Nicolas Cage. It's making out. fun of him. It's like some guy really likes him, so he asked him to be at his birthday party, and it's just yeah. like him being over the top, Nick Cage. <laughs> the Mandalorian <laughs> well, asked him to come <laughs> hang out with him. Yeah, well, the Mandalorian is like a drug dealer or something, and then the FBI gets a hold of Nick Cage. They say, Nick Cage, you got invited to the drug dealer's house. We need you to do some spying. And Nick Cage is like, no, I wasn't gone in 60 seconds. But then they're like, yes, you were also national treasure. You have to do this. And then that's the movie. But but doesn't the whole reason he accepts it is because the guy says he's going to pay him and he needs the money? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Because he bought something else also, ridiculous. <laughs> So, I haven't seen it, but I would like to. to I be feel fair. like I've heard the premise it's got of the good movie reviews. is going to be like the interview where they're going there to spy on oh, someone so and then they good. become best friends with that person. And then they have to break it to them that they were actually there to spy. <laughs> God, that movie. How did they get away with making it? I love how like they're like, North Korea says that they're going to invade the U.S. if you release this movie. And they're like, screw you. We're releasing this movie even if they want to invade. Um. So anyways, if you dipped Tom Cruise into a water, do you think it would turn into a tea-like substance? Like, do you think they would drink the tea and all would die like Jim Jones? I think <laughs> I think if somebody <laughs> hand me a cup of water of 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 uh Tom Cruise's Tom Cruise. tea bags, uh I would say that's not my cup of tea. I think Tom Cruise, I know we're going I'm just going to dig this tea a little deeper. I think Tom Cruise would look like one of those little over. like sloth guys that hangs over the edge of the cup that you put your own tea into, <laughs> and then you let it steep while Tom Cruise is hanging on to the edge of your cup. But and his then back done, legs would be on the edge as long half. as his front, so it's only his balls and the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so when you want to take your tea grounds out, your tea leaves, you have to take like separate his balls from his body and then turn it inside out and really pain in the ass dig the freaking tea leaves out of there. There. There's no good way to clean it out. <laughs> so, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I think that's not my cup of tea. I think Hunter's turn. Uh, yeah. Who's, who's turn? Yeah, let's get, yeah, it's Hunter's turn. Get the show on the road there, Buckaroo. All right. 
I'm gonna bring this back to some sentimental stuff. Um, oh, good. I was thinking about it the other day because we were talking at work, and uh, man, there's just some things out there that really make me feel nostalgic. <laughs> and I want to know what are the things that you mm. think about that just instantly give you that feeling of nostalgia, like the first time you heard uh, 1979 or whatever by Smashing Pumpkins, like the first note in uh, in Steal My Sunshine by Len. Uh, Josh, if you don't remember, remember that song, it's so good. I just, I feel like you're reaching to be edgy right now, and that's why I made a face. No, I just feel like the those first songs. Time you heard John Lennon's Yellow Submarine, and your hair was tossed back in a field no. with the daisy. I'll be honest, <laughs> I don't really like the Beatles unless it's, uh, unless it's the Revolver album. Um, but two thousand, two thousands, late nineties. There was those clear plastic phones yeah <laughs> those are really really you know really take me back you know what somebody brought up to me the other day that really brought me back what? do you remember the plates the zoo pa- zoo pal zoo pals plates shout out to like lexi for bringing this ears. up yeah and then have the wow. two separate things with the ears wow yeah or like so, wow the cereal bowls with the built-in straw that you could only use once because you could never get it clean enough and then he drank it the next time and it was like rotten milk. Isn't it crazy? Like straws have been around so long, but like those little like uh, pipe cleaners that are reusable that you leave sitting on your sink that turn to rust haven't been around as long as straws. <laughs> we started using uh, paper straws again in my household. I hate paper straws. Hate Round them. of applause for the savers of the uh, the world over here with their Fuck paper straws Z-tos. that melt in their mouth. All about them. Yeah, they melt in your mouth. They melt in your drinks. I've never had that issue. How long does it take you guys to drink a drink? You have had the issue of the wax melting off the bottom of your cup, though, and your cup drink going in your cup holder, didn't you? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> different. Um. So what makes you feel nostalgic, I guess, is the question that you're asking? C- correct. I just want to talk about some feel-good times. I think I think no matter what I find this nostalgic, like, um, I typically figure out it's nostalgic, and then I play it until it's dead and it's no longer nostalgic, just current. Yeah, I can see that. It's like when you hear a new song for the first time, you're like, this is so good, and then you burn out. The uh, the feeling. Um, Can't stop the feeling. For some reason, I always feel like when I think about like our childhood, Tanner, like hanging out in Jordans and stuff. Like, do you ever remember that stuff in like a sepia tone? <laughs> like, I feel like all the '90s was in a sepia tone. <laughs> uh, no, no. I just imagine our childhood as an episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can see that. There's a lot of dumb stuff. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I want to know what makes you feel the nostalgia. I simultaneously love and loathe this question. Um, Because on the one hand, I love and thrive on nostalgia. And on the other, I gasp for for breath under its crushing weight. (laughs) Um, So I think the the obvious answer, I think, is music. Obviously, that takes you back to wild times for many different reasons. So I, I won't use that. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm just, a, I, I'm truly a nostalgic and sentimental person at heart. 
And so really it doesn't take much for me to, to cry to get into the fear <laughs> about the past. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. Um, it's a good you know, time. And, and I think some of that is good and some of that, you know, might be just detrimental for your mental emo- health, emotional baggage that I have not yet worked through. Uh, but there's still time knock on wood so, since I'm still breathing. Um, God, I had something that's escaped me. Yeah, you interrupt me for it. You better remember. I know. <laughs> I I had. I knew I was gonna lose it. That's why I wanted to interrupt you. Ooh. Uh, sorry, guys. But uh, Paul Goldschmidt just hit a grand slam on the bottom of the tenth, and the uh, oh, Cardinals beat the Blue Jays seven to three. <laughs> That's America's pastime, not my pastime, dude. Cricket is the best. Yeah, I love wiffle ball. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> All right, Tanner, hit us Babe with your Tooth, conversation my topic. Player. You had something important. <laughs> and dentist. Um, you know what I'm realizing as we talk about nostalgia? Um, I know this because I work with a wide range of, which you guys probably do as well, wide range, age range. Um, and one of the guys was in his office the other day, and he's jamming 80s. And I'm like, you know what that guy's doing? He's being nostalgic to his high school years, just like we do, or middle school years, whatever it was for him. But we're just turning into those people who live in the past, just like our dads did before well, us. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I, I think true. it's really interesting to think. Of, I think it's really interesting to think about, and I think we might have touched on this two weeks ago, because uh, last week was Swamp Ass. At least we forget. <laughs> but um, oh, that reminds really me. We do have to check the emails today. But yes, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks. Um, and, and just, I'm not trying to sound like a greeting card. I'm just thinking out loud. So bear with me. I think it's, it's also fascinating to think about, you know, we have our sentimental things that we think about and reflect on and we'll have those for as long as we're alive. But even as we think about them and reflect on them, there are other people living those parts of our lives right now mm-hmm. at that same age. Oh. Like, you know, like in some way, shape or form, there's some dude and his brother hanging out with a friend in like my hometown making kind of the same memories that I did in, in some way. So Um, I read that, um, not to cut you off again, Josh, (laughs) no, please, please. I read that, uh, boys, males, uh, the male half. Thanks for that clarification. (laughs) Uh, population there. So nostalgia comes from your formative years. Uh, the the male population uh, typically experiences all these things that are nostalgic, like their favorite music. This is where I learned it from. Their favorite music tends to be what they listen to, like in middle school, where mm. females tend to uh, continue listening, and their favorite music happens in like their high school years, so a little later than males. Mm. Can see that. So I wonder if that's how nostalgia happens for them too. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, so one of the greatest quotes from The Office was the Andy's quote, and he's like, man, don't you wish you knew you were living in the good old days when when they were happening? Or or don't you wish these were the good old days, or you knew these were the good old old days while they were happening? And I feel like that is entirely true, because there's things where I think back, and I'm like, man... Like in the moment, I was like, "This this sucks. This is shitty right now." But then I look back at it, and I'm like, "Man, that was a good time. I would love to do something like that again." Like us going to uh, up to Wisconsin and me pulling off of the road and going, 
this was a good truck. And like in that moment, I was real low. <laughs> but now looking back, I'm like, man, that was a good time. And I want to do that again. Kind of thing. You know what I'm saying, Tanner? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the feeling? Thanks, thanks for the input, Tanner. <laughs> way to, way to riff off the emotion. I was going to say, I feel like he was really going to dive in on that one, and then he's just like... So he, he, didn't, was, he, he didn't was... ask an open-ended question. He said, you know what I'm saying? That's a yes or no question. <laughs> His fail was to not ask an open-ended question. <laughs> so a quick, a quick sidebar to that. I think another interesting thing is, as far as nostalgia goes, really considering how long a thing that you appreciate has been around... So this is kind of a silly example, but like Spotify. Yeah. Like I remember using Spotify like before, well before, just shut up, well before 16. And like, I don't even know, like, cause I'm remembering a specific album by a band that's, that's not around anymore. May they rest in peace. They're so good. I'll send them your way. And no, they're just not around. Um, they were too good. The industry couldn't have them. Um, and just, yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't do you know. think that band would still know. be good if they were still playing music? Or do you think because they only existed in the short time, well, they didn't live long enough to see themselves become the villain? Sh- shut up. <laughs> I'm going to answer that in a serious manner, though. I think really, and I'll send you the band. They're called uh, The Canvas Waiting. Uh, shout out The Canvas Waiting. I feel like Waiting. I've heard of them before. I, probably. I'll send you the album. But really, I think what it is, and I don't know that personally, obviously, but I think their style of music... Um, it, it's not flashy. It's really good and well written and well executed. But I, I just I don't think they. I think they were too organic. To do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm getting at? Do you remember? Yeah, the, I maybe? usually have a problem growing my organic vegetables in my garden. Usually the GMO stuff. <laughs> cool, lasts cool, a lot right? Longer. Yeah, do you, sure. Do you guys um, remember? I was not saying to say anything. Speaking of organic bands that are a little nostalgic to me, the other day. Go ahead now, Hunter. I just had to get that say anything quote out there or statement out there. I remember fi- Dad like brought us home that CD that he found at the uh, car wash, and it had "I Can yeah, Get Sexual he... Too" by Say Anything on it. And that was how the fir- did that CD not get destroyed by water at the car wash? I don't Dude, understand. I don't know, but it was like uh, it was a gateway into like so many good like songs. Um, do you guys remember the MySpace era of music? Then there's just like stuff everywhere. And I feel like we're kind of getting back to that in a way. But I mean, I feel like there's so many bands that only existed because of MySpace. Like, do you remember Mandy K, Tanner? Yes, because they sent you a uh, message. I feel like it looks like my mustache is sitting on top of my microphone. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> yeah, but like you could literally just interact with people. And I feel like Twitter kind of had that vibe at first where it's like you're really interacting with like these actual people. Elon's um, bringing it back, man. <laughs> Uh, is he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he wants to let Donald back on there. He got me too. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, you sent it. Okay, good. Um. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, uh, um, you know what else makes me cool. nostalgic? What's up? I'm thinking about when I dumped that tea into the harbor. <laughs> Back in 1775. <laughs> yeah. How'd that go for you? Um, the British brought her over and I said, this isn't my tea. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reach. That was a reach. I see where you're going. It's it didn't land. As, it's just, it's just as jarring every time, but we'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what episode is this? Eight? 
I don't know, but it's still for running. us. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've been listening to the History Channel has a podcast that I'll promote right now called um, History This Week or something like that. And uh, what they do is go over something that happened this week in history. And um, they've been, I think we just finished a part three, but there was a, a half the week slash mini-sode. So there's four parts to this about reconstructionism in the U.S., um, you know, slavery and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, when they were trying to get it all back into um, an actual country after the Civil War. But for some reason, talking about the Revolutionary War made me think of that. <laughs> so I watched the first five episodes of The Right Stuff, which was a Disney Channel original series that they made for National Geographic. I heard um, it's good. Is about, it as good as it says? This is my second time watching it because it's so good. About the Mercury 7. Um, like but, the the metal that's liquid at room temperature? Yeah, like the really heavy metal that's poisonous for your body, mercury. Yeah, you absorb it through your skin. Of them. Yes. Um, so the Mercury 7 was part of the space race to get uh, astronauts into space before Russia to try to quote unquote win the space race that we lost like six out of the seven battles for yes <laughs> it's a really good show you should watch it josh so um what this led me to is the mercury seven didn't go to the moon they were just trying to get to space but speaking of going to the moon we even lost the battle to get the first man orbiting in space to russia correct do you guys think that we staged the moon landing just Dude, to say we beat you're something. you're not bringing this up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Think about it. No. Listen. Look <laughs> me in my look me in my digital eyes. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. You think so? Why have we not gone back? <laughs> We're planning gone, on going We stopped back. going there. We stopped going there in 71. They that's said the technology. Not he, that's not what he said. <laughs> they talked. To, they stopped going there in 71. And they, let me get my tinfoil hat out right now. They stopped going there in 71. And I've heard things like the technology isn't there to go back to the moon. Shut up. No, the Shut money's up. not they went, there. You know how wasteful the 60s space program was cash wise? It was astronomically terrible for our economy. <laughs> they... They, speaking of bands that ended early, that's why they were good. Would JFK been a bad president if he lasted longer? <laughs> have you have you seen the ending of eleven twenty two sixty three? Yeah, we had a nuclear won, war. <laughs> if JFK didn't die, right? So, <laughs> um, my thing is like, why why have we not gone back to the moon? The the I think this is a the governmental very valid. Maybe, maybe the later missions were real, but getting to the moon before Russia, I feel like, is more important than truly getting to the moon. The governmental explanation for why we never returned to the moon was just because it was such a wasteful like cost. We spend um, more. Then the next five countries, next, I think five, if not more, countries combined on military expenditures. And we can't spend a little bit of that money to go back to the moon. Um, I honestly think the space landing, I think some of it could have been 
exaggerated, but I do think like Neil Armstrong stepping on the moon is real. It just feels really weird to me that we haven't been back to the moon in 50 years, but for like four years we sent people to the moon. Like it was a fucking bus stop. (laughs) And then we decided to stop and no other country. You go to the moon. You go to the moon. No other country has gone there. It just seems really weird that we decided to stop going there for 50 years. That's because Lyndon B. Johnson assassinated John F. Kennedy and put an end to the space program. And now it's so hard to get a rocket, you know, where like, it's like we're back to square one in the sixties trying to get a man into space again with all these private companies. Like, yeah, we're going to send this billionaire to space for two seconds. That's because it got wildly (laughs) expensive. Because you know how much a uh, Saturn V rocket costs and then blows up in atmosphere? And granted, uh, they were sending people to outer, sp- outer space like regularly up until like the early 2000s. But after like the discovery, like a space shuttle like exploded and killed a bunch of like all the astronauts, uh, the space program lost a lot of support from the public. But we're not, we're not leaving orbit like we decided we were going to do. Allow me to <laughs> allow me to interject here. Allow me to interject and talk with my voice. Okay. Um, I do find it fascinating, and let the record show that I am extremely uneducated in all things space travel. So who am I? Um, so obviously, there's footage out there of who is it? Is it Buzz? Someone who punched someone who accused him of not actually stepping on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a you know whatever. So I think so. I guess I'll go out. I'll go out on a ledge and say, I guess we did. I, I'm I'm assuming we did, and of course it would suck to put your life on the line and accomplish something such as such monumental task. Something yeah, like that. And then someone said you didn't do it in your face, so yeah, you'd punch him, whatever. But you know, it I think seemed- it's I think I think it's fun to speculate that it didn't and why is that <laughs> so the other thing that's crazy is computers the computer that sent these men to space 50 years ago dude, is less advanced than what we carry dude, around in our pockets now and we can't send dude. someone to space we now. can though it's just we don't because it's expensive um i don't, don't buy that i do not buy that i yes. buy that our zero percent our country does not give a fuck about the cost of something we're trillions of dollars in debt correct <laughs> But it's because we're. I think it's all. I think it's all publicity. I think it's all headlines. I think it's all. Well, what they want us and to so see. So here's and the to thing, believe. though. Like that was important back then because we were like trying to up one Russia. So yeah, we dumped a ton of money into it. Now the only way we up other countries is by like military <laughs> superiority. So we just dump tons of money into that. Um, and it's changing. true. So back to my conversation that you guys tried to accuse me of being a Nazi sympathizer, synthesizer, a couple episodes ago. Talked about Um, how it was good that Hitler was here because so many technologies happened. Operation (laughs) Operation Paperclip. They like took a bunch of Nazi scientists. Is that the one where they put the little paperclip on the side of my Word document? Yeah, which you can now get in your Halo shop and put as a a charm on your gun. I've seen it. But so we, we, uh, in absence of moral compass. Missing file. Hunter's political rant. Do we believe that technology advanced so quickly? 
because that's where we wanted to allocate our money. Or because aliens or landed think... on Oswald and gave us the uh, gave us the secrets. <laughs> Josh is celebrating. <laughs> aliens. aliens. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, I think my favorite, my favorite of everything you just say, I think my brain automatically goes to the film, the hit film. What is it? Is it Apollo 12? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Apollo, Apollo 13. Apollo, Apollo 13, where they Apollo had the accidents. 13. They, no, they, they made it. They made it to the moon. And you want to know what's on the moon? Aliens. Tell me what's on the moon, boys. Oh, aliens. aliens. The moon's hollow. They died. Why would, so, why would we go? Why does it the says moon ring on like the a cover, bell? Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. It says on the cover <laughs> of the DVD, there's a reason we never went back. You have your answer. So here, answer. here, 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 here. Tell me, hear, hear me out. Apollo 13 Listen. isn't a fictional movie about a fictional space mission. It is a real documentary, docu-series, whatever you want to say, about a real mission that actually happened. But they Let's couldn't go. tell us. <laughs> they couldn't tell us until that time and they're like maybe let's test the waters to see if america's ready that is Here's the most movie. interesting thing we've said in the past 15 minutes <laughs> so do you guys believe in aliens yes there's no way there's not aliens with how big and expansive the universe is we there's no way we're a miracle there's no way we're a miracle that all of a sudden we're the only living thing in the universe. So, so let me ask Josh a question that I'm interested as a man of as a man of religion and a man of God. Uh, aliens. Do you God believe created in them? us? Do you do you think that God also has side projects? He uh, definitely can have he, side he projects. He started the postal service and invented an entirely alien race. <laughs> For some reason, when you said postal service, I thought of the band, the postal service. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So so Ben Gibbard, <laughs> i.e. God, uh, took a break, took a hiatus from Death Cab for Cutie, i.e. Earth, and created an entire alien civilization known as the Cronans. <laughs> I love analogies. I I think the short answer is... I don't know, but I think it's fun to think that there is some sort of thing out there as far as aliens are concerned. Now, where that goes to from here is, are they, I don't remember what they looked like in Apollo 13, but are they, are they, are they more parasitic? Are they more the gray man? Uh, I don't know. Are they? Are they? Uh, what's the one? What's the Tom? What's the Tom Cruise one? I prefer to think of them. War of the Worlds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I prefer to think of them as the uh, Jimmy Neutron version of aliens, where they're just floating they're the brains and brain stems because they've evolved past needing bodies. <laughs> But they still need that. suits, so they don't spill out like egg yolks. Yeah, that's so um, good. So. <sighs> There's, I, I could talk about aliens for ages, guys. Because because here's the thing. Here's the thing. As far as aliens are concerned, like I said, I, I love to think about it. I think it's fun. Do we need to start our Even own if, podcast and we just it, all research aliens for a while? I, <laughs> government, I don't think so. I don't think the so. The government is <laughs> releasing information about UFOs now. They can't tell you what these things are, but there's been so many sightings by pilots. Well... Well, they can. They usually say, oh, it's drones. But also, it's probably just trying to divert from other things that are happening. They're the now admitting Go ahead, they're Hunter. not sure. You know, <laughs> you know who started all of this? The government actually Tom acknowledging? DeLong. Tom 
fucking DeLong. A Blink-182 fame. Aliens exist. He wrote a song. Everyone made fun of him. And then, boom, two years ago, NASA releases freaking... Or not NASA. Was it the... Was it the Navy released videos of freaking flying saucers and credited Tom DeLong in it? Can you imagine the wad he blew to that post? (laughs) (laughs) He was waiting his entire life for that moment. So I was a little disappointed uh, in regards to the they've been having briefings or whatever over the past couple weeks or a few weeks ago about. Yeah, what Tanner just said or you, whoever said that. Um, And. So I can't remember exactly what this said, but this said something to the tune of this is the amount of, of incidents that we we know that these were some type of drones, either of ours or someone else's, and they just showed up weird. I don't buy that. And then they were like, but these are the ones that we we realistically realistically do not have an explanation for, and neither do other countries. Um, who knows if any of it's real, whatever, but I love it. It, it just it makes my feet tingle. It's just fun. Really, Jimmy's uh, his jammies. I, I hope to God that one day before I die, like we legitimately make contact with something else. So, uh, Representative John Haller, Republican of Pennsylvania, introduces a bill that will allocate classified dollars over the next classified years to fight flesh eating classified. Have you seen this? This, oh. This was an Onion article. Uh, <laughs> you need to check your sources before you start talking about things, Tanner. <laughs> but um, no, have you seen this? This is what it reminds me of. I was listening to this, and it's like he's reading it, <laughs> and he's like, it's like legit describing a, a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> he just keeps saying classified, classified, like redacted, and like the whole time I'm thinking, like as I was watching this earlier, I'm like, man, this is kind of like the alien stuff now. So, so there was there was the footage really quick. There was the footage from a while ago. Have you guys seen it? Like it was literally like flying pyramids. Yeah, have you guys seen that I one? And it's fast. So there's that. it was insane. And yeah. so apparently that was one of the ones they were like, oh, those were drones, but the way that they reflected on the cameras made them look like blah blah blah. The liars, uh, liars. Uh, I don't know how much <laughs> stuff have they done where they've later released what it is. And they were like had some sort of cover up, like dude. Like, what are the ones that go into the ocean? Where are they going? What are they doing down there? So, <laughs> well, think, think about it. I, I think it is on. fascinating that there, there is like eighty percent of the ocean that we just do not know about. Insane, dude. Um, it's so fun. It's so like much so of wild. our Earth is seventy percent water, and we don't know eighty percent of that water source. Yeah. Um, What's eighty percent of seventy percent? What is that? Godzilla. That we just don't know. Uh, 100% of the time, it works 80% of the time, all right? Uh, so I also find it fascinating that one of the most brilliant minds of our like generation or our lives, when he passed away, we don't know what's going on with. His, his last words were like that if there are aliens, we don't want to make contact with them because they would assimilate us and like just destroy like think about it if they can travel far enough across the universe to make it to earth they are far more advanced than we are because we can't do that yet um would they would they uh assimilate us enslave us colonize us like we did to the americas in the like whenever we colonized the americas native americans yeah to the native americans or is that just us projecting 
our terrible humanity onto um, <laughs> another another uh, species. That we is don't it, understand. Is it really that <laughs> aliens have found us and that's why we see UFOs, but they are observing from a distance because they are worried of what we will do to them if they we try to like, make contact? We are like, you ever read the stories about... Um, we are the, the parasites, let's be honest. No, You ever read the stories about the explorers that go down like in South America or other parts of third world countries and they know there's a civilization there? But they're really hostile. Anytime they get close, they try to attack the stuff. So we don't make contact. So we don't make contact. Correct. That's what we, they're like these guys can't even stop killing each other. Why are we going to go meet them? They're going to try to kill us. So that's they just watch from afar. That's what aliens to do to us, out. and I am firmly a believer in that. I don't know. I I feel like there's definitely something going on that the government knows about that that there has to be correlations somewhere, whether it be religion, whether it be aliens, whether it be gods. There's too many coincidences in this world for there not to be something out there that's guiding it. Um, in my personal belief, <laughs> aliens. I'm the guy from the History Channel aliens. right now. I need to grow my I hair out. I believe in aliens. <laughs> Bring um, the afro back and just say aliens. Very good. Very good. Well, there's really no other way for all of this to accumulate uh, from Scientology than to go with aliens. So I think yep. I think we did our job efficiently. And I think uh, maybe the Scientologists were right because they believe in alien God. You know, <laughs> Zenu, Zenu, baby. I hope, you know, Zenu. eventually in the future, I am diving deep diving and we are talking about aliens for a good part of a podcast. So. We'll I think we discuss, just did. Did we not? Know, did we not just but do But there's that? so much more to talk about, We Josh. should do <laughs> deep research. We should do deep research, couple studies, come back with our, with I will our say, findings. the most. Tanner, I think we found our individual podcast topic. <laughs> the most discussed topic that has created the biggest stir and feedback and scientific method used from this podcast so far has been the position of wiping. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star review on wherever you choose to listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at cup of tea underscore podcast or submit any questions, any comments at cup of tea pod at gmail.com. That's C-U-P-P-A-T-P-O-D at gmail.com. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Cup of tea.